Welcome to Retail Nightmares Podcast. My name is Alicia. My last name is Tobin. I'm here with my friend, my co-host, Jessica Delisle. Hi. She doesn't have an upper lip. It's gone. It's gone. <laughs> Someone at work asked me why I make that face, the one that you're making right now. Skeletor and I, face. And I was like, it's when a dog gets its lips stuck over its teeth. Yeah. And then I showed her a bunch of pictures of that and she's laughed pretty hard. Mm-hmm. Ear inside out too? It's the best. Sometimes Hank's ear gets flipped inside out and I try and get a picture to send to you guys, but always makes me think of Elaine being like, fix your dog's ear. I don't remember that. <laughs> I don't know the context or the episode, but she just gets really mad that a dog's ear is flipped inside. <laughs> oh, no. Mm-hmm. Uh, the little voice that you hear is a second time guest. Yeah. First time comedian. <laughs> Artist Rebecca Chaperon. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to the open mic. Yeah. Oh, so uh-oh. do a tight five. Oh. No. Make sure it's clean. (laughs) What's the deal with treats of pizzas? (laughs) What is the deal with treats of pizzas? I don't know, but I ate most of one last night by myself. Are they really doughy? No, there's no dough. It's like. Oh, sorry. That's a Dairy Queen. Yeah, it's a Dairy Queen. Like they still make them. I was they thinking do. of pizza, That's pizza, funny. pizza, pizza. Mm-hmm. It looks very doughy. Yeah. Or there is also a pizza chain called Pizza Pizza. Yeah. Different than Little Caesars. I didn't know that until right now. I haven't tried either. They look nice and fat and doughy. Yeah. I don't like a doughy pizza. Mm, give it to me. I like a skinny thin crust. Oh, yeah. I like a thin crust also, but I also like dough. So like, You're don't torn. don't bake the dough. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If the dough is like not quite baked, who give it to me? I like Blaze Pizza, and they closed here. They Where quietly is that? closed shop. Oh, where They're was on that? Gravel Street downtown. Oh, that's sad. It's an American chain. Mm. I don't think that American companies always realize like what it takes to make it happen in Canada. Yeah, poutine. Yeah, they should have done a done a poutine. Uh, pizza. Would have been great. I, I, I like that. a pizza that's not really technically a pizza. It's Go the on. vegan cave oh, pizza, yeah. and you can get like a cassava mm-hmm. style crust, which is the like cracker. a type of flour, <laughs> or you can get like an almond uh, type of crust. I was just looking at their menu and couldn't couldn't decide the I've buffalo had... chicken one. Well, it's not chicken. But the buffalo chicken. one. Okay. It's like a barbecue kind of thing. And then mm. you get the cashew cheese on there. Ooh, mamacita. I've been having a lot of those lately. Nice. I've, I've had one before, but it upset my stomach because lots of lots of vegan food does because oh. it's like, what is in that cheese? Yeah. It's Ma- nuts like usually. That, yeah. Like in a night like a nice place will make it with nuts. But usually it's like starches and yeast, which are kind of hard stuff. Yeah. Mm. Hard on people's guts sometimes. Mm. Yeasty boys. Yeasty mm. boys. <laughs> That's why I'm just sticking to treats of pizza like it's nineteen ninety eight. Are yeah. there different flavors of the treats of pizza? Yes, there are. Let me list them for you now. Okay. There is Smarties, which is my personal fave because nice. it says on the box that it gives you all the different options. Yeah. And one of the options is M&M and they always write beside it Smarties because it's Canada. It's Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's Score. Oh, yeah. Then there's the chocolate fudge brownie one. Well, and then there's Reese's Cup. Okay. It would be that one for me. Yeah, I haven't tried that one. You don't eat peanut butter, really? No. Will you just, eat a Reese's cup? I do love Reese's peanut butter cups, but like it just makes me break out. So I'm like, it's not worth being a pizza face for the treats of pizza. No. Treats of pizza faced. Yeah. So you got the Smarties. I got the Smarties. It was really good. Um, And then like we had two pieces left after... And I was like, I'm just going to eat both of those pieces. <laughs> yeah. It yeah. won't be good the next day. No, it doesn't keep. It does not. I don't have a freezer. so. <laughs> but they also used to have a flavor that was strawberry banana, which was really good. Hmm. But what was the crust? 
It's always the same. It's like the chocolate cookie crumble mm. crust. When you cut into the treats of pizza, is it hard or soft? Depends how frozen it is, but okay. it's like the soft serve ice cream. And then it's got like chocolate drizzled on top of it. Like cho- the chocolate sauce that would be on like a dilly bar or something. Oh, so yeah. it's hardened. And then they also Magic have shell. the chocolate fudge filling that they have in the uh, ice cream cakes. They have that drizzled on top too. Mm. It's the drizzling opposite of shit. It's the drizzling, <laughs> the drizzling magic shell. <laughs> um, magic shell? Magic shell. A magic shell. I thought you... magic show is the opposite of shit. Do you like anything at Dairy Queen? Or can you eat uh, anything at Dairy Queen? I think there was like the, the score blizzard. Oh, oh yeah. 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 That was always my thing that I would get. Yeah. Or Oreo. They also have onion rings. Like I always... I'm always thinking you forget cold about treats. The I don't think eats. about the hot eats. <laughs> but one time I got onion rings there and I was like, this rocks. Did you get onion rings and a dessert? Probably knowing me. That's a good combination though. Yeah. Like French fries and a milkshake. That's heaven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh, heaven is a place on earth. It's called Dairy Queen. Yeah. I used to love Dairy Queen so much. But you can't anymore? Nah, nah. I probably shouldn't. Either. Peanut butter parfait. That's my ultimate. The, or the strawberry um, sundae. Uh, when you <laughs> order from Vegan Cafe, mm-hmm. Vegan Cave Cafe, um, do you order from DoorDash? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, I feel like I want to launch into my out. very long retail nightmare. Can About I go DoorDash. First? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It. So I like DoorDash because, uh, similar to you, mm-hmm. restricted diet. Yep. So I can't just like walk down the street and get pizza or mm. there's like a sushi place I like and a Vietnamese place that I like. And I just ignore that there's definitely soy sauce in the lemongrass chicken. Mm-hmm. It's my little game. I play with my body. Yeah. Tricked <laughs> um, <laughs> you. <laughs> um, so DoorDash is kind of uh, the only app I have on my phone currently. And I can order <laughs> not the only app. It's the only food app. That would be so impressive. <laughs> I'm like, how did you delete the make... ones that come with it? <laughs> it there's so no phone on there. There's no text. Yeah. <laughs> Because, like, I love a noodle box, and there's all these, like, gluten-free options. And, like, my favorite Indian place I can order doses from, etc. Mm-hmm. Uh, so one rainy night a few weeks ago, I've had so many retail nightmares, I had to save this one. Um, I ordered from House of Dosa, a mm-hmm. place that I quite like. Okay. Uh, Two-for-one doses on Monday nights if you eat in. What is a dosa? It is like, a lentil crepe it's made like out a of long, lentils. thin tube. Mm. Oh, yeah, it's, it's like a tube. And then inside is like the thing that you want to eat that's mm-hmm. now just like it was a, I always get like an eggplant. Okay. Oh, that thing. sounds good. I really like eggplant. Uh, I treated myself to a dessert this night and I mm-hmm. treated myself to something else, an appetizer. So you <laughs> put a lot of thought into like the whole meal. Yeah. Yes. And then I ate it all in four minutes. Um, <laughs> Impressive. Felt like it. And then I checked him like, because it's hard to see how much DoorDash is charging you until you like look at your bank account. You're like, oh, that was a $32 dinner. I could have <laughs> had anything, literally anything. Mm-hmm. House of Dose is a special. I love it there. Yeah. So I was waiting for it to arrive. And, uh, you know, it tells you like your driver's name. Mm-hmm. I didn't look at the driver's name at all. And I always try and meet the driver outside for a variety of reasons. I don't yeah. necessarily want a stranger in my home. Yep. And I did have a DoorDash driver come right into my house, even though I was into like not into into the apartment in a very strange way. Like he had let himself in. Okay. I hadn't buzzed him in, but the door hadn't closed properly. So he was just in the hallway. Yeah. He was a man with white dreadlocks. <gasps> I was a white man, dreadlocks. <laughs> He's definitely ran high energy wise, <laughs> did not need that energy. Um, so I go outside, I have the dog and the door, the DoorDash man 
uh, walks up the walkway to the apartment and I look up and we lock eyes and we know each other. Oh, Whoa. And, and it's not a, from DoorDash. No, <laughs> it's a very surreal experience because he is a man that did not give me a job about 10 years ago. <gasps> oh, no. And it wasn't like I kind of took it a little bit personally. But I also if he had just been clear, like I was volunteering at a place they were looking for support in the marketing department. I didn't have any experience at that time, but it was a cancer place where I would volunteer mm-hmm. to help with food and stuff. And then I was doing some admin stuff when they were over. They just had too much work to do. And then there's another opportunity. And they're like, oh, we just think he would be great. And mm-hmm. this guy would never set up a meeting. Mm. And it was like kind of dragged on to the point where it was a bit embarrassing. Yeah. So That's I, annoying. it was a little bit weird. And it was a weird time. I was like on EI working part time. Another part time job would have been great. Uh, but then he would just pop up in other areas of my life for the next 10 years. Like, mm-hmm. I think he st- stopped working there and would like started his own business. And so I'd be at work one day and then this man would just walk in and I'm like, what is he doing here? He's mm-hmm. so annoying. Or I'd be at a trade show and he would be at the booth trying to like sell something like advertising. And I'm like, oh, this guy's always around. <laughs> uh, and then he showed up and he was delivering my food. And I just had this moment where I was like, There's, you know, you should never be too proud, Alicia, that mm-hmm. everything is a job. People need jobs. Mm-hmm. But it was so strange and so weird to have that experience of like, you, are you okay? Right. <laughs> are you doing okay, sir? Because I don't wish him any... Uh, any ill will Mm -hmm. i think a lot of people do it and this is what everyone says like oh they just do it as like a part-time second job or whatever but i do know musicians who also do foodora Mm -hmm. yeah which what the fuck is that name yeah (laughs) a food hat food food to your door like why don't Uh, they wear fedoras yeah i don't know oh (laughs) yeah disappointing like fedora at the same time i don't want to see that (laughs) no no like the less fedoras in this world the better absolutely and like i hope that he's like he enjoys doing it i hope he's doing okay it is a job and this is a city where it's really tough to make ends meet Mm -hmm. Um, so maybe he's like making a dent on his mortgage or something oh yeah absolutely Yeah. yeah imagine a fedora made out of dosa. You still stuck on this fedora? <laughs> yes, <thing>? I am. <laughs> yeah, I would eat it. Yeah, <laughs> just, you could put so much curry in that. Yeah, but don't put it on your head. No, mm, hot curry. Wait. Okay, so the dosa. Let's just um, let's just work through this. Mm-hmm. It's a dosa. Let's say the diameter is eighteen inches. Okay, let's start there. So we go like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, just for the listener, I'm imagining I have a dosa on my head that is flat. I'm going to push it up like this and then make a dent in the top. Oh, yeah. So more like a cowboy hat, yeah. maybe a little bit. Ten gallon. And then, yeah. And then the, the sides will be the rest of the dosa. Mm-hmm. And then in the inside of the dent, you can put the curry. Yeah. Okay. And then you can carry it like or that. like your little And you can kind of duck down to serve piece, people. And, or when you're ready to eat it, you just take the brim of the hat and roll it upwards yeah. into a dosa shape. I like it. Okay. It's good. Sorry, I just had to get that retail nightmare out. No, it's a weird thing. I get it was that an experience too when like there's a person who's like you don't really know that well, but they're like you've seen them around so many times and you just feel like life is all a simulation and we're <laughs> all like actors in a play and there's not enough actors to go around. So like the same actor keeps getting recast mm-hmm. in different roles and you're like, get a better casting director. Uh, universe. Also, what? it's awkward to see people you know in certain situations. Yeah, in different contexts. Like, oh, that they're delivering you your food and then you're like, oh, it's awkward that you're serving me my food in a way. Or like, for me, it's like if I was in the change room after hot yoga, I don't want to see anyone I know. Yeah. 
Yeah. Sweaty. Yeah. yeah. Nude. <laughs> That's why I wear a disguise when I go running. Because <laughs> That's true. like I look completely different mm-hmm. when I'm all red in the face and like sweaty mm-hmm. and out of breath. And if I were to run into like someone I worked with or have you ever seen someone you know and you just run by? Yeah. Yeah. They've walked right past me and they don't recognize me. It's great. Oh uh, yeah, you dress like a uh E. T. <laughs> E.T. doesn't dress. In his hooded sweater? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do wear a hoodie. <laughs> and I am in the front basket of a little boy's bike. You're very small. And I'm like, I'm running. <laughs> Look how healthy I am. <laughs> Exercise. And he's like flying in front of the moon. It's a really good movie. Yeah. And that movie's... Okay, I have a question for both of you. If there was a play about mm-hmm. your life, what okay. would it be called? The Night Burper. That's right. Um... <laughs> Oh, I don't know. Moon Lady. <laughs> yeah, Moon Lady works. Moon lady. What about you? Sure. Moon Lady. <laughs> I want Moon <laughs> Lady too. Okay. Moon Lady, the sequel. <laughs> well, you could be in each other's plays. Yeah. That's Moon true. Women. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it's like little women, but we're all celestial bodies. We're all menstruating. Oh. Um, Blood Snake. Blood Snakes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What would my play be called? Mm. Well, it could be by the original title of my book, which was An Uneducated Guest by Alicia Tobin. Oh, that's nice. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. I should just write that essay next. Yeah. About coronavirus and how to cure yourself with oil of oregano. I've heard that it's <laughs> zinc. You're supposed to have a lot of zinc. I've been, I read that if you take a zinc lozenge, mm-hmm. that'll kill the virus if it's in your mouth. What? Why is the virus in your mouth? What, where? Because you, you breathe it in. Oh yeah, that's true. But it's not in your mouth if you're breathing it in. It's in your lungs. Zinc is a good uh, everyday thing to take. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Really good for your skin. Yeah. Do you really take good it for your? I started taking it a couple of weeks ago because of the <laughs> coronavirus. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, I can do this much. Yeah. Um, I have uh, a lot of zinc at home because I'm supposed to take it every day and I never do. Mm-hmm. Just come to my house if you guys need supplements. All I right. Always do. I just look up what foods are rich in zinc. And then I'm like, I eat all of these every day. So I feel yeah. okay. Yeah. Like in dark chocolate, I eat dark chocolate. Every day. Sometimes you have a little jar of it. I always have a little jar of it. Sometimes you have cashews too. I don't have any right now. I'm sorry, but I have a ton of walnuts. Oh, if you nasty. Nice. Mm. <laughs> they have a lot of stuff in them. That's good for you. Yeah. yeah. And I just, I'm always, I think when I was a child, I think... All the nuts. I didn't think I liked nuts. And I think it's because all the nuts we had in our home were rancid. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I terrible. Think, like, they don't last very long. I think most people who have like nuts for baking will keep mm-hmm. them from like years. So like my mom would always be like, she doesn't like nuts. And I'm like, are meant to like make you make a face when you put it in your mouth? And then I tried like for the first time, I remember like in my 20s, it was probably like at the nom or something. I tried nuts and I was like, oh, I don't like nuts because like I just kept telling mm-hmm. myself like, oh, I don't like them. And I tried them and I'm like, these are delicious. They're like creamy and yeah. like rich and they don't have that awful bitter taste yeah. that I'm so used to. <laughs> so I'm always so aware of when I bought those nuts and like how quickly I have to use them. But being a vegetarian is great because you're just like, I always have room for nuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you do, buddy. I love them. Yeah. We used to have a nut. Uh, Hutch hutch of sorts it was shaped like a nut 
and you open it up and there would be mixed nuts inside. You have to shell them yourself. Oh, like a little thing on the coffee table? Yeah. So yeah. I'd shell all the easy to shell ones and hope someone would come by and help me with a hazelnut. Yeah. It was my whole childhood. I'm like, I could use a really lovely hazelnut, but I can't. I'm not strong enough. That yeah. was, yeah. Every time I went over to my aunt and uncle's place, I was just like, I'm going to crack open these walnuts. So fun. They're mm-hmm. little nutcrackers. Yeah. And then at Christmas, they have the actual nutcracker you can put in its mouth. And then I get in trouble sometimes because some of them are just decorative. And mm, oops. How are you to know? Yeah. Well, How are you to know? You got to break a nuts. few nutcrackers to get to, to make the an omelet. Sweet, sweet oh, nut, weird omelet. nut meat. Yeah, it's a weird omelet. Nut meat. Nut meat. Let me taste it. Um, hi, my name's Nut Meat. <laughs> How do you spell it? Um, K N U T T E. M H E Y. That's it. <laughs> I was going to suggest a D at nut the end because it sounds. Oh, yeah. Like mead. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Nut, nut mead. <laughs> I am not mead. I would, ha- I would drink that, I guess. Do either of you bitches have a retail, retail nightmare? I have. I do. I have one. But I'll save mine. You I have one that I just thought of um, because you were talking about DoorDash. Oh, yeah. And then I have one from the pasty past. And I want to hear both. Not the present present. The the DoorDash one is that, um, so I was hanging out with my friend Nanda and she's a huge fan of Retail Nightmares and she just moved back here from the Netherlands. So uh, we're hanging out watching that documentary, Don't Fuck With Cats. Oh Oh, God. Okay, I can't even make it through the yeah, first five minutes. So, and she's so sweet. So, she, like, a lot of the parts I'd be like, okay, don't look because <laughs> she's way more sensitive than I am. So, I was like, and I know they don't really show you stuff, but it's enough that you know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And so, um, anyway, so she had come over to watch the last part of, because uh, it's like episodic or whatever. Mm-hmm. And we ordered Barbarella pizza from oh. DoorDash. So the first notification that I get on the DoorDash app <laughs> says that the DoorDasher is waiting and the pizza hasn't been made yet. So I was like, okay, maybe they're behind with their pizzas. But then the next notification that I got was that Barbarella is closed and your order is canceled. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> and I was like, this doesn't make any sense. Because you can be waiting for a pizza if the restaurant is closed yeah. it would just be closed and it's just one of those things where you'll just never know the answer and we did try calling barbarella just to be like you know can we find out from them if they're closed because it actually is like only a few blocks from my house yeah, oh, yeah it is. <laughs> so <laughs> it it was kind of our bad for just ordering something that we could have walked to pick up in the first place uh but yeah i've had that happen like in another situation, ordering pizza through, I don't know if it was DoorDash or another one, but I was helping my friend paint her apartment and we were like dying. We needed food and they just never brought the pizza and we couldn't figure out what happened to the pizza or like it just was, it like went into a mysterious void. Yeah, There was never universe. any resolution. <laughs> yeah. I had that happen with chickpea, mm-hmm. the restaurant I won't eat at it anymore because uh, it doesn't like my body. Oh. Um, and everyone likes my body. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I ordered the food, mm-hmm. took the dog around the block, and, and then it said, your order is, they're waiting for your order. Your order's been picked up. That, like in that six, like that quick of a succession. I'm like, yep. what? 
And then it's like, your order's been delivered. I'm like standing outside my house and, and there's no one delivered it. Yeah. Nothing. Weird. So they credit you or give you a refund. Yeah. But you don't have dinner. And there's no answer. Like what happened? Oh, the mystery. Those yeah. are so weird. Yeah. Yeah. I only have the rideshare like Evo one and it's just like, I'll book a car and I'll walk there and then I take out my phone and it's like, you, you don't have a booking, you don't have a car. And I'm like, I'm just a woman standing on the street like alone. <laughs> Great. What I, why did I do this? Yeah. Like, I feel like decades from now, we'll look back and be like, oh, we were such fools. Yeah, totally. Trying to eat and get our bodies from point A to point B. By the time I order also from DoorDash, it's like there's no other plan. There's yep. nothing in the house that I, I want to I've eat. already reached the point of being like, I'm really hungry and I know I have to wait probably 40 minutes to get food. But you can make it happen. I will make it happen. But then the sad news of it being like, oh, yeah, your food's not coming <sighs> and nobody cares. <laughs> the worst. Yeah. One time that happened when we were on tour and Jay accidentally, we we weren't that far away. We were in, I think, Kelowna or Kamloops or somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, this was the first night of tour and we didn't, I don't think we had a show, but we just got a hotel. So we didn't have to do the big drive to Calgary in one day. And um, Jay ordered a pizza and he accidentally set it for like delivery the next day which mm-hmm. like why can you do that that's so weird so <laughs> we were waiting and waiting and waiting and the pizza I didn't show up i think sometimes it happens because the restaurant's closed when you order so it oh. just will sometimes kick the order into the next day i've had that happen but we me. waited so long that yeah. it then the restaurant did close so then we were just like shit out of luck we had like ordered the pizza and then went swimming <laughs> we swam for like half an hour or an hour or something we were like whoa the pizza's gonna be here and so mm-hmm. we got to get out of the pool. And then, you know, that level of hunger you have when you've been swimming for yeah. so long where your whole body is like, you what could eat everything just happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then learning that our pizza never even existed. It's so upsetting. <laughs> I have to know what you ate. I think we wound up ordering from like a different pizza place. Mm-hmm. I honestly don't remember, but we still talk about it to this day. Like whenever Jay orders a pizza, he's always like, I ordered it for tonight. Yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> like we'll never, ever make that mistake again. Night that will live in infamy. I think when you swim, because the water it keeps your body temperature much lower, it like you burn a lot. You burn more calories. calories. Yeah. And you're also like slightly weightless and then you like stand back on land and you're like, this is harder to move. I don't (laughs) what? Everything's wrong and I want to eat. Oh, yeah. I'm just mad. That's a retail nightmare. (laughs) Being in liquid. Yeah. I want to go swimming, but I also don't want to be in a around other people. Yeah, I don't want to be around other people right now. I don't want to be in like an actual Petri dish, Mm. no matter how much chlorine is in there. Yeah. I don't want to be in. That's uh, every weekend I walk past a beautiful community center up at Nat Bailey. Mm. Oh, and yeah. I, I'm i kind of like checking to see, is there any time where it's not insane? And it's not, there's no time. Yeah. Mm. And I heard that the only time to go swimming is first thing in the morning when they open at 6 or 7 a.m. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or around 7 or 8 p.m. And that just doesn't work for my life. Yeah. Like those are Hank hours. Mm-hmm. And it's wild in there. And yeah. the smell of chlorine smells so good. You like, like it? You know, people are like, I like the smell of gasoline or I like the smell of fresh cut grass. Yeah. I like the smell of pavement after the rain. For um, me, chlorine. Cat food. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. I think it smells good. <laughs> it does. You think so too? 100%. Like, kind of like um, powdery. 
powdery yeah no oh, like, wet cat food. i'm talking oh, wet oh, yeah whoa, like friskies whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. yeah when i was feeding benjamin the cat like i i was on this like stupid autoimmune protocol diet and like oh. could only eat like coconut flour and eggs and meat that must have been so hard and then the cat would come in and i like crack the friskies thing and this waft of like savory gravy and like yeah. meaty bits <laughs> and like get a little bit dizzy <laughs> It smells like like tuna and salmon, which are things that I eat or yeah. like even the meaty ones. Sometimes I'm like, that smells good. And like when I'm at work and people are like getting ready to feed the cats, and they're like, sorry, it smells really bad. I'm always like, yeah, totally. Ooh, and I'm just like <laughs> smelling it and like feeling comforted. <laughs> so weird. I feel happy that I know another person who agrees with me, though. Hank has yeah. a few treats that I like the smell of, too. Yeah. Um, he has like these crispy salmon skins. Mm-hmm. They smell really nice. That sounds delicious. He also has this like salmon knot that takes some weeks to finish and it doesn't gross me out at all. Like they tied a salmon in a knot? <laughs> just a whole salmon. It's just the skin is like oh. made crispy and then oh, twisted yeah. into like a rawhide oh. shape. But he's so little he can't. It takes him like two weeks to finish one and I'll find it in the bed. And I'm just like, that's fine. Who cares? I could untie one of those in my mouth. I'm out with your sweet tongue. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies. What? Guys? Uh, no. Mm-hmm dogs whoa <laughs> wow wow what's your retail nightmare from the pasty past, past. <laughs> um so i was thinking about this one because i'm pretty sure i didn't talk about it on the last podcast last time i was here so one of my first jobs so we have to go back to 1996 whoa, <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. and uh <laughs> i had moved so i'd moved from ontario to bc um, just in time to complete my last year of high school, which in itself was a nightmare. And I was really kind of because my parents separated at the same time and I, it was kind of like traumatic. So I was like, re- it was a really hard time. I was just getting my feet and I felt like such an outcast in my school. I went to uh, Semiamu in White Rock and this kind of like uh, ragtag bunch of girls that I had absolutely nothing in common with in that second semester right before graduation they just kind of made me their friend and (laughs) they just they were really funny and cool in their own way but like yeah I didn't have a lot in common with them I was just so glad to not be alone how many blood snakes do you have guys (laughs) yeah (laughs) but they were just they were pretty like crazy and like they smoked a lot of pot and then just would just be wild and goofy. And it was pretty fun to be around. And they kind of, most of them worked at this place called the Moby Dick, which is the Moby Dick is a fish and chips restaurant. That's on the main um, white rock strip, like right on the beach Mm -hmm. there. Is it still there? Still there. Yeah. Yeah. I think I've heard of it. Yeah. And it's one of the ones that's been there forever and, if you are friends with people who grew up in White Rock, many people have worked there and it's owned by, or it was owned by this like German family. And like, I had no business getting a job there and there was no interview process. I just got <laughs> given the job because oh, wow. of my friends of your who connection. worked there. Weird. Um, but I guess the nightmare was that it was like, I was never meant for that type of job and it was at a time where I was at my highest social anxiety (laughs) it was just the strangest place because it's one of those places that when you're a tourist you go there and you eat the fish and chips and you have a lovely time and everything is so like oily and gross but you're (laughs) only eating it that one time and 
it's whatever. But when you work there, you feel so disgusting. It's like caked in oil. Yeah. And you get to see the kitchen and that bucket of tartar sauce. And I mean, mainly everything was just fish and chips. Like that was it. It was so gross. It, that kitchen, ugh, man, like I'm sure other restaurant kitchens look like that. You just aren't aware of it. Mm-hmm. But because I had to be back there and there's like high school kids making the food. That's I was like, it's gross. <laughs> those high, the, I was always high school boys who were making the food. And then all of the high school girls were like serving the, the food or washing the dishes. And the other funny thing about working there was that they played German music the entire time. Weird. And then they Weirdly gave good. us all uh, nicknames. So Uh-oh. my friends got nicknames that were like Helga and Olga and stuff like that. And they kind of, they, my friends said to me that, oh, they give you these names so that when they're talking to each other in German about you, you won't like hear your name like you're not gonna like no this was just their theory theory. i mean it could have been bs and i can't really malign these people because i don't know but my nickname i didn't even get like a cool german nickname they just called me the becky (laughs) so i was like oh great i'm not even good enough they know i'm not gonna last here i just get the becky that's so So, weird what is that supposed to mean did anyone call you becky no one called the me Becky. Becky. No one has called me Becky yeah. in life. Uh, people the only Becky. do that to like really annoy me. Yeah. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with the name. Oh, Becky. you can say mean things on this podcast. That's fine. All Beckys suck. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. And then the other thing, like the real retail nightmare about that job was like, you know, when you're really anxious and someone's trying to teach you something and because you're so anxious you won't understand the no simple information concept. is yeah nothing like is coming penetrating in. your mind and they kept so they had a till like the old school till and they were trying to teach me how to count up to give people their change back oh yeah yeah so you know if the meal is like 18 whatever you count up to 20 because mm-hmm. they've given you a 20 and then you hand them their two dollars change mm-hmm no one ever taught me that. I worked in stores for years. That's brilliant. Yeah. So it was brilliant and I could understand the concept, but I just couldn't bring myself to, in someone else's presence, do what was necessary. And I felt so dumb. <laughs> yeah. yeah so stressful. It was really stressful. Plus you're young and adults, you don't spend any time with adults outside of your parents, maybe a few friends' parents. Yeah. And then you meet all these strange adults and they want you to help them. Uh-huh overwhelming so i mean the nightmare was just like i was a fish out of water but then like the dream was that i had these cool friends that were like you don't really belong with us but like we'll just give you this job they adopted you yeah make life more bearable yeah do you ever like keep in touch with them no i have no idea at all like we literally had nothing because it was 1996, so that wasn't it was like 96. You could, there yeah. was no like online no way of keeping in touch. Did anyone ever order something off menu that was weird, <laughs> or that was like you know in these restaurants? Because I always accidentally ordered not the special, and then 
like I wouldn't get the fish and chips, but I'm like, oh, I'll just have the spaghetti. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that place was so severely fish and chips and there's so many restaurants like along that strip that you would just go to a more normal restaurant that right. had a menu, you, you know? Think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. I, when I was a kid, fish and chips was like a big treat. No mm-hmm. kidding. They had a fish so and good. chips place right next to the Dairy Queen near me. So it was like the treat area. And it was also... Uh, in the same little complex as the video store. So it was like heaven to me. But like every time, even when I was a kid and I had like healthy guts, it was just like, oh, I feel sick afterwards. It really slows you down. It's just so greasy, so much batter. But it wasn't until a few years back, whenever it was, that the fish counter opened on Main Street Uh and they do like all sustainably ocean-wise fish it's all like fresh caught local stuff and I had fish and chips for the first time and I was like where's the hangover like I don't (laughs) feel it it's like and it doesn't feel greasy when you're eating it there's like something magical about that place they probably just use like high quality stuff and And oil that's not like been used for 700 years yeah and they do like gluten-free batter there I didn't know that and I just found that out and I haven't gone yet it's magical and I love that place and when I was working nearby there I turned my boss and his wife onto that place. And then all of a sudden it was like we were going there multiple times (laughs) a week. And he was always like treating me to everything. And I was like, okay, maybe like if I have it like four times a week, I will get a stomach ache. (laughs) (laughs) But like, yeah, nowhere is perfect. Anyway. Yeah. I love the fish counter. Jessica, do you have a retail nightmare? I do. I went to a janitorial supply store last week. With my friend and boss, uh, we're working on bunny cafe stuff. So we're like, what mm-hmm. sort of cleaning schedule do we need to make? We went to this place. I can't really judge this place for how it was when I saw it because it was just chaos. And I don't know if it's because coronavirus and they're just in like a different mode than usual because I've never been there before. But it was such a bizarre place to be. They have a storefront, but there's only like maybe... 10 by 10 feet that you can actually stand and on all sides there's just boxes and merchandise but it's like not organized in any warehouse kind of but it's like not really organized in any discernible way and I think it's all a family that works there and so they're sort of treating each other like they're in their living room so it's like very very casual they're talking about mommy didn't do the invoice and blah 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 and I'm like what's happening and then one of them's like chiding the other one being like can you actually do some work and like stop playing with the new masks and stuff and so we're just in there being like what's happening we just want to mop and this guy helps us but even in his trying to help us it's being like weird and condescending and being like oh well what are you gonna do clean your house and we're like no we have a business just because we're to women like doesn't mean right that it's like oh you just need this you don't need the like janitor stuff and it's like well, no we actually do it's like a thousand square feet of yeah, like give me a big mop and a big bucket yeah but the big handle to dry it out oh yeah i love that handle um but this guy who helps us he's very tall and he has the highest voice he reminds me did you just hear a train whistle that was my phone okay <laughs> so sorry um, <laughs> this man who helps us reminds me a bit of like super dave like oh. his voice is so high <laughs> he's like that high that it's like distracting and you're like what is happening and then it makes you think about super dave <laughs> yeah i mean the sexy guy uh yeah r.i.p r.i.p super dave but it was just it was insanity 
and then we wind up getting our stuff, but like four different people have helped us, including people who were like not sure if they work there or not, or mm. if they're just like passing through. Strange. And they're selling like their entire counter that they have is just lined with hand sanitizer bottles that they've marked up like to a ridiculous amount. I don't know how much they're actually worth, but they're selling these for like 40 and 50 bucks and like mm. boxes of masks and stuff. And for the amount of time we were there, we were probably only there like 15 minutes, but like so many people were coming in and out that like everyone was walking past you on all sides and like mm. jostling into you. And it's like, how is this social distancing? <laughs> like it was just insanity. But there was a woman in there who had a wiener dog. Oh. So I got down real low to get out of everyone's way. And this wiener dog was so cute. I didn't get its name, but it was one of those <laughs> long hair wiener dogs. So pretty. So like the the fur goes to like mm -hmm. the ground and like, like a mop, like a mop. So you could have made yeah. a run find, for it. I found yeah. a different kind of mop. I was looking for the janitorial kind, but I found a living, breathing mop. And like as I was petting it, it just leaned into my hand and then sat down on the ground. And I was like, well, I'm just supporting your body now. Mm -hmm. It was very cute. But yeah, I don't I don't know this place. It was like an actual nightmare. Yeah. Like it was like being inside something where it's just like nothing ever stops moving. It's just all the wheels are constantly in motion and no one's talking to each other. And as we're buying stuff, they're like, what are you buying? And we have to like pick everything up and read them the price to oh, it. Oh my so God. So you're doing the work. Yeah. <laughs> it was so weird. And I was like, is this like this normally? I really love type of store like a supply yeah. store of some kind yeah because you get to see things but usually the ones that i like are like super organized yeah organization is just looking so into getting a, an account with uline uline no, oh yeah they're big mega supporters yeah really yeah huge I they contribute back they'll give you a free barbecue if you order a certain amount of stuff <laughs> i yeah. don't need a barbecue but um is that they're a canadian company there's one called like Great Canadian Box Company or something like that, which has a lot of similar products mm. and they're like way more ethical. But the Uline people contributed a ton of money Shit, to on them. Uh, yeah. Great. Uh, the Great Little Box Company is also a great company. Yeah. And they do popsicle and ice cream days and come by your work. That sounds good. So there's options. I want yeah. popsicle day. I have a comment. Yes. So climate change, it's a real issue. Coronavirus, real issue. Lots of the products that people are stocking up on are very bad for the environment. Just soap is good enough. You can just buy soap. I know. You Everyone's buy, getting like, disposable bottles of hand sanitizer and doctors are like, hand sanitizer is antibacterial. This is a virus. Mm -hmm. Like you're yeah. not killing the virus by using hand sanitizer. Calm down. Yeah. I, <laughs> I went to Lush and bought a bunch of soaps and when you were here last week, Alicia, recording the podcast, I just put out a fresh soap to be like, oh, here's a fancy new soap. That soap was gone by the end of the next day. <laughs> I was like, there goes my $8 soap mm -hmm. in two days. Yeah, I went to, um, I had dinner with Graham on Friday night and I had taken the afternoon off and I drank a little bit, met Graham. It's a pretty good e evening. And he had already gone to London Drugs, which is our thing. We go for dinner and then we go to Whole Foods and then we go to London Drugs and then we take the train home and then we part ways. And he had stocked up as he should because he has very serious asthma. Uh, so if he gets sick, it's way worse mm -hmm. for him. But he said that he had gone to our closest drugstore because we're neighbors and that they were sold out of everything, like all <sighs> cough syrup. The tiny drugstore? 
Uh, no, the Shoppers Drug Mart. Okay, because there is a tiny one, like a couple blocks. That's up past true. You. I should pop in there. The lady who works there is so nice, and she has a cute little dog. I've met the dog. The dog loves Hank. Oh, her nice. ex-husband was like, "I'm not weird, but my dog loves your dog. Can we can we chat?" I was like, <laughs> "That is so forward and honest that I'm actually off put by it, and I'm a forward and honest person." Uh, so <laughs> the I went back to London Drugs the next day to get. Um, I have bar soap and stuff at home and I have other types of soap like dish soap, which is fine to wash your hands with. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did get uh, one bottle of cough syrup and some lozenges in case I get sick. And I have everything else I need at home because mm-hmm. I stocked up at the beginning of the year because I always get sick. And when it was really shocking to see all the soaps, all the antibacterial soaps completely gone from the shelves. Yeah. Uh, and like toilet paper and stuff. Yeah. It's like, what about people like me who just need a lot of toilet paper all the time? (laughs) And you don't have a lot of space either. Yeah. So I can't really stock up on stuff. I will always, again, offer you my one of my many closets to stock up on something if you need. It's okay. We also have our van that we. Oh, yeah. It's empty. So I always fantasize about when something's on sale, I'll buy like 10 of them and just throw them in the van. Yeah. That's a great idea. I heard that Costco was out of toilet paper in Vancouver. Yeah, I heard that too. That's insane. Yeah, it's, it's insane like, that that's the thing that people, people thought. But of. also, like, I don't Scott think you shit paper, a lot on this thing. Yeah, <laughs> there's a Scott paper factory on the Fraser River, like half an hour away from here. Like, so we're gonna be okay. If it doesn't need to get shipped from overseas, so like worst comes to worst, we just raid that factory. Yeah, we just shit directly into their machines, <laughs> and something will absorb it. Oh yeah, that's uh, how you. <laughs> we've talked about this before. Is that's how you use toilet paper, right? You just sit right on top of it, and then you. Oh boy! <laughs> oh crap! Oh no! Literally! Oh mm-hmm. man! Um, is that all of our retail nightmares? Should yeah. we do a segment? Let's do a segment. Sure, yeah. So, say you are chosen as Mm -hmm. the artist laureate of space yeah (laughs) you need to go into space to document the strange portal you need to teach the stars to paint yeah Yeah. you need to teach alien microbes about what's gonna sustain me while i'm doing that yeah what is your space food I'm going to be really impractical. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to choose a food that makes me feel close to home because I know I'm going to feel so far from home. I like Marmite. Oh. I know it's controversial. Oh, it's good. But growing up in England, that was like a food that was like, you know, felt like home and like reminds me of childhood. It'd just be like toast, toast. butter, marmite. Yeah. And so it, good. I don't know, it reminds me of my dad too. Nice. I'm like, yeah, me and my dad, we like marmite. Yeah. <laughs> toast. So I think that would be what I would take to space. That's a great space food. Yeah. And it's like thick. thick. It would like self-contain yeah. itself. It wouldn't go floating off into a bunch of crumbs or anything. I mean, the, the, the toast. toast might, but you got to have it with toast. Though. I'll just stick the whole piece of toast <laughs> in my mouth. Or you could have like a really long like baguette There'll be a toast. special eating helmet. Yeah. That's so there'll be like it goes right over your head mm-hmm. and it has oxygen and then you have gloves that go on the inside and hold and the food. And a slot oh. for toast. Yeah. Like a, it's, ah. 
it's a chamber, so no air, nothing. I don't know how space works. There's air in the spaceship. You yeah. don't have to like worry about. But you don't want your toes to fly away. I wonder, like, wouldn't it be cool if food tasted more intense in space? As yeah, well? or just differently. Yeah. yeah, it might too because like you're you're experiencing things in a different way, and mm-hmm. there's not like gravity isn't pressing on your tightest buds like it is here. Swallowing would be weird if there's no gravity. It might be. But it's all muscles. You don't like. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. It's Mine's just peristalsis. Passive. What? Mine's just passive. I just like, yeah. lean my head back a bit. <laughs> and <I> pray. Yeah. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> Nothing <So> too chunky. <laughs> <laughs> you chew a lot. Oh, yeah. What's your space food? Well, I was going to go with risotto. Oh, yeah. Oh, I was yeah. thinking about that. Risotto's thinking about that on the so way good. here. Like There's, a mushroom? Yeah. yeah. But it changed my mind. In space, new rules. Okay. <laughs> new rules that don't happen on Earth. Yeah. Space Lily Shade eats, rules, no eats bacon, but only for this one oh, thing. Okay, gotcha. okay. When I was a kid, my dad would make a couple of different meals, very basic, um, fried bologna, which was mm-hmm. delicious. Wow. Um, with, I don't remember, I think we just would eat fried bologna and my mom would be like, you have to feed them more than just that. And we're like, this is great. No, please, mm-hmm. this is perfect. <laughs> but sometimes he would make, and my brother brought it up at Christmas, like this, to- he would toast toast and then spread cheese whiz on it mm-hmm. and then put like a quarter of a strip of bacon on each little <gasps> corner of toast it was like he would cut it in squares not mm-hmm. into triangles and then broil it oh yeah so the cheese whiz which is of course terrible and delicious mm-hmm. uh would get kind of uh caramelized mm-hmm. and then it would have this like crispy piece of bacon which you could do with a vegan bacon or yeah, like a yeah. coconut bacon Just which like i was thinking smoked or even like a bacon bit smoked uh, like a crumble yeah and it was so good uh, and so that's what I would take into space. Cheese whiz toast. Did your dad cook mostly when you were little? No. Or your mom mostly my cooked, mom cooked your dad once in a while? My mom did like, uh, my mom actually, my dad was in charge of breakfast for a long time. Okay. Then when we were old enough, we fed ourselves. My dad also made our lunches. Mm-hmm. Wasn't great at it. I love you, dad. But wax, <laughs> wax paper and mustard and bread, not a great combination. Very dry. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and my mom always made dinner. Okay. Yeah. And she did all the grocery shopping and kind of meal planning yeah my dad did less of the cooking but then the meals that he made i really permanently stuck in my mind because they were like dad's cooking you know like yeah <laughs> he learned how to make fried rice in a way that was like very authentic in oh. some ways but then also had cut up hot dog in it <laughs> and was amazing oh, so like good. my like when i go back it's like the request is like dad make your fried rice hot dog. Hot dog. yeah the whole family would make it my job was to um whisk the eggs and put in all the different spices in Whoa. the eggs and it was like a whole production of all the things that had to go in and super fun who was yeah. in charge of taking the hot dogs out of the hot dog jar not me <laughs> jar <laughs> um he also made like i don't know how many times he made it but it's like really prominent in my mind that he made like a coca-cola cake Oh Whoa. yeah, cake. Yeah, it's a very uh, it's something you find at Jewish delis. Oh yeah, yeah, it's really I want good. Some the, so the Coke X is a leavening agent. Mm-hmm. The recipes are online, <laughs> but it'd be really easy to make gluten free. So fudgy. Yeah, I it don't was understand. Good. So yeah. fudgy. <laughs> Speaking of fudge, <laughs> what would you bring into space? Okay, I just discovered a new favorite food. Okay, um, chocolate covered potato chips. What? Oh, so good. I've only I had them once. They're so good. Where did you find them? They're at Umomo, the Japanese dollar store in International oh, yeah. Village oh. Mall. They come in a little 
um, cup and the packaging looks like really classy. And I didn't, I wasn't quite sure what I was buying. Cause it said like white and then it said Jaga Chaco. And then there was a picture of like white stuff being poured onto a chip. And I'm like, I think this might be white chocolate covered potato chips. Whoa, I was not expecting white chocolate. Yeah. Well, me neither. I, <laughs> I discovered this blog article thing a couple of weeks ago when I was doing research for the Bunny Cafe about uh, Amy Sedaris's 100 Favorite Things or something like that. And chocolate-covered potato chips, I think, was one of them. And so I'm slowly, like, finding these things that she mentioned and, like, were planted as little, like, brain worms for me. And I'm like, these are amazing. So I saved them until I got home to share with Jay, which is, like, a minor miracle. Um and when you open the carton, there's like only about like 10 or 15 in there. And it's pretty expensive considering that's how few there are. It was like three seventy five, I think. But I was like, I got chocolate covered potato chips. And he was like, what? And I opened it and ate one in front of him. And I was like, it's really good. And he was immediately like, I need to. And then like we were both like <laughs> couldn't stop ourselves. They're so good. Um, and like the ratio of chocolate to um, and they're rippled too. Like mm -hmm. the ratio is really perfect. Cool. It's sort of like the savory and sweet at the same time. It's really good. Never had white chocolate ones, just milk chocolate ones. Well, I can get mm. you some if you want. Mm -hmm. I'll check to make sure they're gluten free. It's tough with all those lovely um, imported treats. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I love chocolate covered pretzels. Oh, those are good too. But pretzels, otherwise, I could live without them. Yeah. Not good. Who cares? Mm -mm. I like how dry they are and if you eat like a ton of them you get a good dough going you get like this weird <laughs> what's it called a bolus yeah that's what it's called with like the food and saliva mixed in your mouth so gross and it's giant and it's you're like what have i done you're like why it was so fun getting to this point and now you're like i have to like swallow this mm -hmm. it's disgusting oh i never go that far no Ritz crackers are really good for that, though, too. Yeah. They make a really good yummy. Just the like cheesy a ones? I like them both. Uh, you have to, like, have a beverage with them. So I'm just talking if you, like, don't and you're like, I'm not making enough saliva to <laughs> process this right now. Good. Mm. 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 It's Papo? Is it time for Papo? We can Papo. Papo of the Who's your Papo? Well, my papo is Puffin. Uh, so we adopted a cat. Um, he, We've had him for a year and a half-ish now. And uh, he, when he first came to us, he was like quite scratchy and bitey. And for the listener, he's orange. He's orange and he has like a white kind of bib. And then he's got like little tiny white um, marks on his front paws and then high white socks on his back legs. Oh, nice. And uh, yeah, we like we went and got him. So he was like rescued off the street. A coworker of Ben's had found him like eating out of a dumpster oh. in like Abbotsford and he was in really rough shape and he hadn't been neutered or anything. And so they took him, got him all fixed up and got him neutered and um, found out that he was about two years old. So young two or three ish. And so, you know, they, they kind of did a lot of like the socializing. So the woman, she stayed in a separate room in their house with him because they already had cats and she slept in that room with him oh, every wow. night for like, I don't know, a month or so. 
Um, sweet and her. they kept trying to introduce him to the other cats and it wasn't happening. Oh. He uh, hates other animals. <laughs> and so like they reluctantly had to give him up, but we gratefully accepted the responsibility. And he is just like such a interesting little guy and you can't help but compare your new pet to your previous pet. Yeah. And this guy is like, he talks constantly which is like hilarious to us. And he's just very routine. Like he's got his like things that happen at certain points in the day. He needs to make sure we're both home. So if I'm home, but Ben's not home, he will just like sit at the top of the stairs and stare at the front door (laughs) and wait. And if I'm not home, he'll do the same thing. So he likes his people in one spot and you know, he has his like little routines of stuff that he does and it's real sweet. Yeah. That's really cute. Love him. And he's just gotten more gentle. Because he's around you. Yeah. And I force him to be gentle. <laughs> also, being out on the street has got to be just so terrifying. Yeah. And he, like, I think you just have to remember that he hasn't been socialized in any of the same ways that a cat might have been. Like, you can't assume that he was around his parent cat much. No. And that was something that Ben found out the hard way because he kind of got out and then there's another cat outside and Ben went to grab him by the scruff of his neck, which you can do with a cat. And he had done with his little cat about a million times. And Puffin was just like, didn't know what he was doing and just sank his teeth right into his hand. Oh wow! It was pretty, pretty bad bite. Um, but I was like, look, he probably doesn't know what it means. Like he probably didn't mm-hmm. have someone carrying him around like that when he was little. Yeah. Baby kitty. <laughs> also, I don't think you should do it that much to like full size cats. No. Because it's, it's not the same as kittens. <laughs> they no. don't like go to the same zoned out. Exactly. World. Yeah. That a kitten does. Yeah. Maybe if they had him when I don't know, because Hank is like still like thinks of me as I think his person mm-hmm. is maybe his mom. Yeah. So there's things that like he does and I'm like, OK, you're back in puppy time now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. regressing. Yeah. He likes to be carried. When he gets tired, it's very funny, but he's too heavy. Yeah. Yeah. Had you, did you say something about buying a bag to carry him? Yeah, but he won't go in it. He won't go in. Have you seen people using the Ikea bags? Yes, but (laughs) in our transit, the dog, they have to be zipped up. Oh, okay. But he makes everything difficult. Good thing he's so cute. He's the best. Yeah. He's just not (laughs) an easygoing guy in in some ways. In other ways, he is. Anyways, he's my papa. He's your papa. Yeah. How about you? Uh, my Papa of the Week is a movie. Oh. It's the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, I watched it last Friday night uh, with Jay instead of doing anything outside <laughs> in the world. And uh, I don't know if it's just the weed that we ate, but it was quite <laughs> enjoyable. Wait, when is this movie from? Current. It's like okay. brand new. Um, and it's James Marsden is like the main guy in it who is always charming and delightful. Ben Schwartz is the voice of Sonic and he's hilarious. And it's obvious that they like did a lot of improvised lines in there. And then the bad guy is Jim Carrey. Oh, who like it's really weird because he's like acting like his style of like really over the top over the top. It's like mask S <laughs> or like Ace Ventura, but he's like older and mm-hmm. you can like see it in his face and you're like, this is weird. <laughs> like, it's weird that you went back to this. Wait, it's not a um, it's not animated. Oh, it's yeah, it's real. 
Okay. Sonic is animated. Gotcha. You didn't hear about this whole thing. I don't know anything. So, okay. So I'm confused they, about why they would make a Sonic the Hedgehog movie Because now. they haven't made one yet. Can you believe it? Um, but people still play the game? I mean. There must be some kind of thing about it. They, I think Sega just like has probably been trying to make this movie since the <laughs> 90s. Um, yeah. They, they initially released the trailer and everyone was so horrified by how Sonic's character design was that they had to completely redo the movie. Okay. And it was like a local graphics, like animation company. And they like had to do so much like overtime work that I think the company went bankrupt afterwards. Like it's, it's a, it's a whole thing you can delve into. Well, but yeah, the movie was good, but like Jim Carrey, I mean, Jim Carrey's always like a lot to handle Mm -hmm. unless it's like eternal sunshine, Jim Carrey, then it's like fine. Perfect amount. (laughs) Totally acting like a normal human, (laughs) but he has like a a Hitler youth haircut and like a wax mustache. I mean, he's the bad guy. Yeah. And so it's just like too many things going on. Mm -hmm. Um, My only criticism of the movie is uh, there's a scene where like Sonic is in this like country bar and his friend, James Marsden, has like caught up with him and he's like, we got to get out of here. And he's like, oh, the ZZ Top cover band's just about to play. Can't we stay for that? And I'm like, okay, this is going to be the best part of the movie, ZZ Top <laughs> cover band. And then they never, they never reference that again. They don't play any ZZ Top. There's no ZZ Top cover band. There's like a huge fight sequence. And I'm like, this could have been like choreographed to legs. Yeah. Like he's got legs and he knows how to use them. He's Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. And they the movie did make money. Yeah. They set up a sequel at the end. They reveal that Tails, Sonic's friend, mm-hmm. is like coming into town. And it gives Sonic this whole backstory where you're like really invested. And I was like, I thought I was going to hate this. Like I was watching it to like ridicule it. Yeah. Like I did Cats, you yeah. know. But I was like, this movie's great. You liked Cats too though a bit, right? But like... It's not a good film. Okay, okay. <laughs> but Sonic, like, I would watch Sonic again. How many stars out of five stars? I I give uh, 100, 100 gold rings. Okay. Out of 100 gold rings. Because that's what Sonic is, That's collects. what Sonic collects. And also, like, Sonic's whole deal is that he, like, rescues animals. Aww. So, like, yeah. he's lovely. You're a Sonic. And he's a hedgehog. Like, he's a hedgehog man. Yeah. He's yes. like a hedgehog man from space. You just saw like a movie about yourself. Yeah, I used to have a pet hedgehog too. So Aww, anyway, Sonic uh, the Hedgehog is my papa. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, un unexpected. Yeah, but check it out, everyone. Alicia is your papa. It's Hank. Aww. Yeah, he's Hank. He's great. Does he have nicknames? Do you give him names or yeah? Him songs? I call him little 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 chicken. Aww. Um, I call him something that's really. Great. I call him Beefy Chew. Mm, I like and that. Like, when yeah. he's walking and he's like, he's like, I'll say like, you're a real beefy chew. <laughs> and I don't know where it came from. Does he have a beefy chew? It definitely came from him carrying around like beefy chews. Like having one in uh-huh. his mouth. Yeah. yeah. Um, I call him kitten. Aww. I call him baby boy. Aww. I almost never call him Hank unless I'm trying to get his attention. And that's only 50-50. You mm-hmm. should sing baby boy by Beyonce to him. I have Good. many times recently. Thank you. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, lots of little like names. And I call him buddy a lot. I call him Honko Bonko. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Honkamaniac. Honkamonious. I don't know where it came from. Yeah. It's like he's never just Hank. No. I mean, all animals, I guess, you sort of like, yes, their names sort of evolve over time. And since he doesn't know his name, I'm 
where he <laughs> pretends he doesn't sometimes. It doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. This has been Rachel Lammers podcast. Mm. Rebecca, if people want to uh, support you, if they want to see your art, how do they do all of that? Uh, mostly it's Rebecca Chaperon on mm-hmm. all of the things. Uh, my last name is uh, CH, like the person who takes you to a party and ruins your oh. good time. It's like a chaperone. Yeah, but no E at the end. The e. That's oh. right. It's chaperone. A, if people are confused, it's in the podcast description. Yes. And if they want to buy prints, they can find you at Society6. Well, you can just, if you go to my Instagram, you can kind of from there link to the website and stuff. Great. Yep. They want to buy yep. your real fresh art. They can do they that can, too from there. That's right. I got an online shop, yo. And, and paint like beautiful little moons. And I'm just kind of getting, I feel back into a really good rhythm. I feel like last year I had to move studios and then things got kind of crazy. It is crazy because that yeah. was like your, that was your place. But your new studio is beautiful also. That's right. And it's right next to my practice space. So I like it a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can see when you're there because the light's on. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Is that yeah. creepy? Sorry. No. <laughs> uh, I met looking. the guys who live in the house right opposite my studio and they're basically at the same level. Oh, yeah. And that was kind of funny because they came over during the culture crawl and they were like, oh, yeah, we live across the street. I was like, oh, okay. You're like, literally, you could see me all day, every day. I will stop painting nude. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I not stop painting nudes. No. No. Yeah, do that as much as mm-hmm. you send painted nudes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Buy painted nudes. Mm-hmm. Um, my friend used to live in that house. Oh, neat! It's a, such a small world. It is. The city is so small. It's so awful. It's ridiculous. I Alicia, hate it. If what people want to buy your book? They want to buy my book, uh, and Jay doesn't have to do a voiceover for me. Uh, so you can buy it at arsenalpulp.com. You can buy it at Chapters Indigo. You can buy it at your local bookstore. And U.S., if you want to pre-order it, you can do so on Amazon.com. Sorry, I don't have another option at the moment. Unless you want to buy it directly from Arsenal, which you can do. They will ship it to you. That's how I bought it. Thank you. I love it. Thanks. I wrote a book. (laughs) It's so good. Jessica? Yeah. How about you? I don't have anything coming up. So if people want to donate to our Patreon, they can do so at patreon.com slash retail nightmares. They can buy a tote bag at retailnightmares.bigcartel.com mm-hmm. uh, they can listen to Energy Slime if yeah. they want to or Jay Arner or Garbage Dreams you can add Energy Slime if you want to you can uh, Garbage also Dreams. listen to Garbage Dreams yeah. Jay Arner's out there also you can call his phone <laughs> Seven seven eight two four zero four five two nine. I just rewatched the music video for that. Still really good. Still really good. Really bad quality because we shot it on phones. <laughs> now that we have a new fancy camera, I'm like, wow, that's quite blurry. Remake, remake, oh, remix. Um, thanks everyone for listening. Um, I hope that you enjoyed the podcast and that you have a great week. Rebecca, thanks for joining us again. Thank you and for having Jessica, me, Jessica. Thank you for being you and Jay. Thanks for editing. And I hope everyone. Um, is adjusting to the time change better than I am. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye.